What's the first thing you do in 2022 when you need something done, but you're not sure where to get it? You Google it, right? You need a plumber, you Google it. You need a mortgage, you Google it. You need a car detail or an oil change, you Google it. If your business doesn't show up in the top three or even on the first page in general, when I Google something, chances are you're not getting my business. Actually, you're definitely not getting my business. It's that simple. Maybe you do show up, but you only have one review that was left by a customer in 2015. Well, you're not getting my business either. Websites by Students is a company that's here to help solve modern website issues for small and medium-sized businesses. The team at Websites by Students builds custom WordPress websites for small and medium-sized service businesses. Every website is 100% custom built, which means you tell them what you want on the site and they build it exactly to your needs. Every website comes equipped with Google Suite functionality, meaning the Google Map, Google integration is all built in right from the start. Their prices are incredibly affordable and their team is super professional to work with. They can build you a brand new website in under three weeks and that comes with unlimited revisions. So they'll send you the first draft. If you don't like it, tell them to fix it as long as you want until the site looks exactly the way that you want it. They won't publish anything until it's perfect and you want it built the way that you want it. The best part about it is that every website package comes with one year worth of free website management. So six months after you get this site built, if you want to update something, whether it's copywriting or you own a restaurant and you want to add to your menu, just tell the team at Websites by Students to do it. They'll turn that around in under 48 hours and get that website updated for you to your exact specifications. It gets even better. Websites by Students is a purpose-driven organization. A portion of every website they build goes to a scholarship fund to help fight student debt for as many college students as they can. If you visit websitesbystudents.com today, fill out the contact form and mention the Get It Done podcast. You'll save 20% on your next website project. That could be as much as $500 worth of savings. And that $500 is more than likely going into that scholarship fund to help fight student debt. Visit websitesbystudents.com today to get your new website built or get your existing website updated so that it shows up on the first page of Google, if not the top three. Their goal is to make you number one. Call them today, visit their website, mention our podcast, save 20%. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Get It Done podcast. I'm Joe Zanka, your host, co-founder, COO of On Demand Storage, who's our podcast sponsor today i got a special guest max nelson of hood hat max what's going on man hey what's up joe thanks for having me good to have you on buddy good to have you on i am um, i'm pumped to have you i i love your product i've been you know looking at it ever since you responded to my email and reached out you know i've been i've played around with the hack customizer a few times and i've been waiting to meet you to, to, to maybe get some ideas on what i should do but um i'm pumped to have you on and learn more about you know how you got this thing off the ground how you got started and, and what you guys are doing today so why don't we start there? You know, tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, where you're coming from, and um, and then how you got into doing this business. Yeah, absolutely, Joe. So you know, my name is Max Nelson. I'm the founder of Hood, Hood Hat, and uh, we launched the company in uh, April of 2018. And uh, you know, my background, uh, I'm a businessman and an entrepreneur. Um, you know, my background primarily has been in, in, in the real estate space. And, uh, you know, I, I developed this prototype in 2017. I, I made for myself kind of an elevated baseball cap that was made out of merino wool. And I used the 
old school sports specialty script and, uh, you know, put Brentwood, Los Angeles on it. That's, that's where I was living at the time. And I started wearing that around and I just made one of them. And I, I, I couldn't go anywhere without somebody mentioning it to me. You know, where'd you get that? That's still, that's sick. Where'd you get that? Do they have one for Santa Monica? Oh my, you know, and, and it became a conversation piece almost, which was cool. And, um, you know, when you hear that enough times, finally you're like, all right, I got to do something about this. And, um, and that's when I started, oh, yeah. to, you know, build a, a collection. Yeah. I built a, a collection, a Los Angeles collection of 10 neighborhoods and I, launched a small little WooCommerce site, and I, you know, I made probably, you know, I, I think it was probably 50 units of each of them. They're all cut and sewn from a proprietary pattern that we developed. We did our best to match the mid-profile architecture of, of the 90s, early 90s, late 80s caps that starter and sports specialties were doing, you know. We don't use blanks. That's one of the biggest questions we get. You know, is that a Yupong? Is that a flex fit? What is that? Is that a 15? No, this is our proprietary pattern that we developed. And, uh, and all of our caps are cut and sewn. And I sourced this merino wool. It's like the finest stuff you can find. Um, and, uh, you know, away we go. Here we are, you know, um, coming up on four years later. And it's just been brick by brick you know, small victory by small victory. And uh, we've grown it and we built it into something that we're really, really proud of. And I feel like we're just getting started. I feel like we're in the second inning, you know? No, oh, that's awesome. No, I, I was telling you before we even hopped on, I love the story. I love that you took action on an idea. You know what I mean? Like not only build it for yourself, but you made it into a company. Um, you know, you, you took the advice of other people in the sense of, you know, they just thought the hat was, the hat was sweet. They wanted their own. Um, but you took it even a step further and said, you know, I want to bring this to not only just Los Angeles, not the city, you know, the towns that surround me, but um, anybody who wants, you know, a hood hat. I want to make it a special product. I want to get it out there to the masses. And, and that's what I'm going to do. And you, and you did it. And it sounds like you didn't really have much experience doing e-commerce or product sales prior to doing this business. Am I right? No, none. None, Joe. Yeah, no, it was all it was all new to me. And uh and that was kind of a good segue. It was an interesting moment because I rode out to Los Angeles once and everybody was saying, what about New York? You know, hey, come on, show some love for New York. And we built out a New York collection. Inevitably, you know, you built out that collection and everybody's like, we want a bed sty hat. We need a bed sty hat. We make a bed sty hat and it's the wrong color. We all make a crown high hat. Make a crown high hat. You make a crown high hat. Oh, I don't like that color. And that's where we pivoted. That's when I had that moment where I was like, I need to figure out a way to make these customizable. I need to figure out a way so when oh, yeah. Joe Zanka goes on, on the site, he can be like, oh, yeah, I love that Dorchester hat, but I don't want it in black and white. I want it in green and white for the Celtics. So, you know, I don't want it in black and gold for the Bruins. I want it in, in navy and red for the Red Sox. And empowering the customer yeah. to make those choices that was the moment. Once we were able to execute that, Joe, that's when like the gates really opened for us, and I was like, okay, we got we got something here. Yeah, no, it's a it's a sick feature. It really is, and um, you know, it's one of those things where because it's such a top quality product, like you know, you've, you've gone the extra mile to make it um, just so unique. You know, you should be able to give the customer somewhat. Some, you know, you don't want someone to log on and see like, oh, you can choose from one of these five hats. Like the fact that you can go on right. there and I can make any style of hat that I want. Like you said, I could make I could make a Red Sox hat, but in Bruins colors. You know, I could make I could make whatever. Um, 
is unbelievable. You know, it, it really does add a whole extra element to the to the thing, um, and it really adds a whole extra element to it. Not only from like if I'm buying it for myself, but if I'm buying it for somebody else, you know, it's something. It's a, it, it sounds like it would make a great gift. Um, I I remember when I was younger, you know, and, and you know this. I guess maybe in a way a competitor of yours, but lids kind of first came on the scene. Like I was obsessed with hats. I would wear them every day. You know what I mean? So that was like the most exciting thing. The best gift anybody could give me was a hat. Um, but if someone could go on there and like, you know, they learn a little bit about me, they learn what I kind of want and then customize a hat. And, and, and uh, I mean, I, I just think it's awesome. I think it's such a good feature. I think it's very innovative and um, you know, it sounds like it's helped grow your business tremendously. Yeah, it, it definitely has. And, and so that's tell me about part of the journey. Yeah, what we had, Joe, what was so cool about that part of the journey is, you know, it's not just selling a, a Bel Air hat or a Brentwood hat in a stock color to somebody. When you empower the customer to design it and become the designer, essentially, there's an element of pride that comes with that. So what started happening was there was this viral element where that people were getting their hat and posting and tagging just because you want to show the world what you built. Check this out. You know, uh, you know, 216 uh, Potter Avenue, you know, Staten Island. That's where I grew, you know, that's where I grew up and my address on it and, and, and getting this kind of flywheel traction from those moments and, uh, and, and, and capturing new customers at relatively low acquisition costs because of the posting and tagging that went through the uh, customizer platform. Yeah, no, tell yeah, tell me a little bit more about that. Like, I mean, how has uh, social media played a role to, to this date in your company? I mean, it seems like a, a great product for like influencers or or anybody out there that you know. Well, I, I mean, if you could ever get it in the right hands of like a celebrity or something like that, like you know, that promotion can go so far with something so unique and so you know, it has just so much style to it. You know, it's um. So has that has that played a big role in you in getting you off the ground, or is that something that you're going to continue to grow in the future? Tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you know, Instagram and Facebook are good platforms for you know our marketing and advertising, and we do have ad spend on both those platforms that you know perform to an extent. Um, one of the tricky parts about those platforms are the target audience and. We were talking about this a little before, Joe. You know, this isn't a $35 hat, you know. It's a 60 to $90 hat, depending on your options and the fabrics and materials you select. It's elevated price point. And it's not a brand that has luxury equity. It's not Balenciaga. It's not Louis Vuitton. It's, it's, it's Hood. It's not a household name. So sometimes it's very tricky, you know, it's an obstacle for sure on Facebook and Instagram to share your value proposition in a way that translates to the customer. Because a picture of this hat, it looks, you put it next to a photo of a new era hat or a photo of a, of a you know, another competitor, that it, it looks very similar. You need to really feel it and touch it to understand the wool. You need to take it off and look inside and see the khaki taping and the khaki sweatband and realize this isn't a blank, you know. Um, the hat's made 100% yep. in the yep. USA, and it's apparent when you experience it. So Facebook and, and Instagram do play a part in it. You know, it sometimes leads to a lot of like, you know, $60 for a hat, beat it. You know, this isn't even fitted. It, it, you get a lot of you know, the dregs uh, and trolls jumping in. 
Um, but nevertheless, you know, we definitely convert, and it's definitely a part of our model, the Facebook and Instagram advertising. We had a really cool moment, like six months, six months into the into the journey. Uh, Jay Z, the rapper, got a hold of one of the hats. We made a hat for him, a Marcy hat, and he started wearing that, and that became like one of our best sellers. We got that to him as a as a gift, and all of a sudden we were getting. Where do I get the Marcy hat? Where do we get the Marcy hat? And then we started running the Marcy hat and selling it that way. But that was a really, really cool moment. Rick Ross, the rapper, is a, is a, is a fan of the brand, and he wears the stuff. He found us organically. He's actually started out as a customer, paying customer, which I respect the hell out of him because a guy like that could have sent us a DM and said, yo, send me 10 hats, and I probably would have done it. But, like, he pulled up and, like, designed his own, right. and he paid and everything. I was like, man, what, what, a, what a cool cat. Um so we have this, those are two organic moments, Joe, but we do have like an influencer uh, uh, model where we build collaborations and capsules around influencers that fall within our consumer profile. So, you know, we did a, we did a capsule for a guy who runs a Jay-Z fan page and sold a bunch of hats. We've got one live right now with Shimon Augustus, a WNBA player. We, uh, we did one with Jimmy Garecki, a pro skateboarder. Um, so we're basically taking yep. these influencers who, in some cases, aren't household names, but, you know, we're putting them on, you know. We're putting them on, and, and they've got amazing, loyal fan bases and followers who are totally down for the hatch. So that's a part of the model as well. And then, you know, we've got our own party tricks on the inside, Um you know things that we do to to keep the the wheels spinning. Yeah, no, but, I mean those are some big names that have uh, that have that have worn a hat of years, gone on to buy there. It's, I think it's awesome, like you mentioned, that um, a guy like Rick Ross would go on and just buy his own. Um, that goes to show you kind of what type of what type of guy he is, because like you said, you could he could use his influence to um, to probably demand some free products, but. No, I mean at the end of the day, you know I think that like this is a perfect product for that. It really is. It's um. It's one of those things where, you know, if you had, it's not something that you would necessarily go on and sell um, wholesale, you know, because the customization piece of it, it's not something that you'd maybe find on Amazon because the customization piece of it. So, I mean, have those routes ever crossed your mind? Yeah, yeah. One thing that's interesting, you know, almost 50, I would say probably a little over 50% of our wholesale business is Japan. Okay. So it started out with the stock hats, but then the accounts started building wholesale and customs through us. So they would design their own Southside Kawasaki hat or whatever it is. And uh, we, we believe it or not, we, we wholesale the customs. We allow our, our boutiques and, 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 and accounts to design their own customs and, and wholesale them through us. Wow, that's a great model. That's sick. I mean, because, yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you, you know, if some if a store, you know, a Boston-based store wanted to sell your product um, and they want to design, you know, three or four versions of a Boston hat, um, I mean, that's that's actually perfect for it. You know what I mean? They're, they're not going to go sell the Los Angeles hat, but, um, yeah, that's I never right. thought of that. But that's that's another great and, way. To, you know. Yeah, in the spirit of broadening our offering suite, one of the things we're also offering now is these interlocks that we designed. So the light's not great on this right here, but 
that's the BH, that's Beverly Hills. We came up with this logo. Let me see here if I can get the light on it any better. Mm. Bad, bad. We'll be able to see it a little bit better when the. uh... So basically, Joe, we now have wholesale accounts that are having us design interlocks artwork for them. So we got a guy in D.C. that we're designing their own monogram for right now. So it's definitely starting to go in different directions. You know, our hieroglyph concept right here, you know, this is a Bronx hat. It says the Bronx in hieroglyphics. This hat is another one that wholesale accounts are starting to, uh, you know, customize. So, you know, it's definitely every time we come out with a new style or a new model, it sparks the wholesale conversation. Can you do this for us? And how do we do this? That's great. It really is. It really is. And you guys, you know, I mean, I'm sure it sounds like you guys got a team over there, um, but you know, whoever's designing these these new products is just doing an awesome job. Um, everything looks everything looks Thank good. You. It looks clean. You know, I think that you guys know how to speak to your audience too, which is you know, the types of people that are buying these products. You know, they like the different innovative styles. They like you know the the um, they, you just seem to have a pretty good grasp on you know who you're trying to promote these to, which I think is super important. You know, once you come up with a really good product, you got to know who's going to buy. I'm glad you brought that up, and it is a really, a really cool part of the story. Is we weren't really clear on who our customers were exactly until six months ago. You know, like you really, you need to get customers first. You know, before you're like, you know, you have an idea of who this is for and who's going to like this and who's going to respond to. But you don't really understand until you start getting sales, lots of sales, and data that you can mine and understand. So it wasn't until about, when was it now, October? Yeah, it was probably this past, like, June or July uh, that we really got clarity on who our five customer profiles are, our five consumers are exactly. And um, now that really gives you liberty in the design because you almost get you get more clarity on, on, on the bullseye, you know, and what you're aiming for and who you're aiming for and generating product that is in line with them as opposed to just throwing it at the wall and hoping it sticks. Yeah, no, that data is super important just as a business owner in general. You know, you need to know who who your customers are. You need to know how to reach them. I mean, um, so it takes time. You know, you can't, you can assume at the beginning, uh, you can make assumptions and, you know, some of them are educated, some of them might not be. But at the end of the day, if you, as long as you keep gathering that data and and learning about who's buying these hats, how often do they want to buy a new one? You know, what's the best time of year for us to sell these? What ty- what's the best time of year for us to come up with a new promotion? Um, you just keep gathering, gathering, gathering that info, and you know, and within three to five years from now, um, you know, you guys will just be even better at being able to reach, you know, exactly who this product is for. Um, so it sounds like you're already, you know, doing the right things. Um, so what's, you know, as an entrepreneur, what's some advice you'd give for somebody who might be listening that they have a product, they have an idea, um, you know, based on some of the challenges that you face, based on some of the experiences you've had, you know, if they want to get into this e-com world and start selling products, you know, what's some advice that you'd give them? I think my advice would be start off small, right? And try to get 
proof of concept and proof of customer before you make this like substantial investment uh, financially and with your time that you never get back. You know, time is this finite asset, you know, so like the ability, and we have so many platforms right now that allow you to get proof of concept and proof of customer before you go nuts. Like put, put your shit up on Etsy, you know, and see how that performs there, you know, put it up on eBay, see how it performs there. You know, uh, put up a small, a small, small site and see how it performs there. And at an early stage, focus on your unit economics. You know, that's the stuff that a lot of people aren't thinking of. Your ideas and, and, and this and, and, and getting it out there and pushing it. Your unit economics will determine the sustainability of your company long term. You know, your cost of goods, your margin, getting clarity on that. So I would say, you know, Get proof of customer and proof of concept, okay? Try to get that before you go big. There's many ways to do that. Um, the third thing I would say, your unit economics, really, really focus on that and get clear on what your operating expenses are going to be, how much revenue you need to generate to become profitable, you know, um, and, and look at it as an actual business. Um, uh, the other thing I would focus on is the customer journey, Okay. We've got your product, and we get so wrapped up in that and obsessed with that, but the customer journey. And an example of that is just like what we did. We went from offering Los Angeles ads to New York ads to realizing, based on the feedback, people wanted to be able to do their own thing. People didn't want to be told what Brooklyn right. hats or L.A. hats they could buy. People wanted to be able to do their own thing. And that's where we said, let's build this customizer out, and let's do it with the exact script. And, and it took time, and it took money, and it was a little bit of a gamble, but and paid off. Um, so I think the customer journey, creating as few friction points as possible throughout this customer's journey. You know, we had we had something I'll share with you, Joe, for a while on the customizer. There was a function where you could share the hat that you designed with your friends. How cool would it be if Joe's designing a hat and he could send it to 10 of his buddies? That would be dope because He's going to get to share it with his buddies, and now his 10 buddies are going to learn about us, and they're going to come. You know what happened? Everybody wound up sharing the design and leaving the cart and not checking out, and we have the data to support that. And it was like <laughs> this trial and error, man, but, like, Joe got He designed that. He shared it with 10 buddies, and was like, okay, I'm good. They're going to see that anyway. I don't need to buy it. You know, so, like, removing friction points from your customer's journey to enable to get them from start to finish uh, with little to no friction and obstacles, um, and then and then the retention, you know, focus on how do we keep them in the saddle, you know, because it costs money to earn a customer and to earn business. How do we keep them forever? That's another part of a, a big thing we do over here. And, uh, you know, we want to make sure when people pull up to the stoop and start hanging out with us that they're hanging out all, they're hanging out forever, you know, they're not, they're not, they're not going away. I mean, you had some so many good tidbits in there. You really did. Um, I think the the economics is a huge piece that people might overlook at the, just at the beginning. You know, what I mean, you got to be able to. Yeah. You can't have it be, you know, your all-in product costs a hundred dollars and you sell it for eighty. I mean, it just doesn't work. So yeah, if it costs right. you forty dollars to source it, forty dollars to, you know. Um, to store it and do all the administrative stuff and then 20 bucks to market it or whatever it may be. And you can only sell for 80 bucks, you know, you, you're not going to have a business for very long. So you can have a great product, but if you don't understand that you make X amount of dollars for every 
you know, sale, um, or you have this much margin to play with. So when you when you're doing promotions or uh, giving away hats, then you really aren't going to be able to make it very far. And then secondly, I think that the customer journey thing is is spot on too. I mean, you know, a, a a company like Amazon has proven that. You know, obviously, I mean, it's the biggest platform in the world, but like you just see how easy it is for someone to go on and buy their product. Um, you cannot make it yeah, difficult. Sure. You know what I mean? You can't. Um, yeah, because not even add to, you, you don't even have to add to the cart now. It's just buy now. You just swipe and you bought it. And and let's talk about if it doesn't work out. It's like I have stuff that I just walk into a UPS store and I drop it off on the counter and show them a, a, a code and they're like, oh, good, we'll take it from here. I mean, it's pretty amazing that customer journey. And 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 that's the type of I think experience you need to create for people right now. It's almost expected, you know. Yeah, it really is. No, it is. I mean, you, you're spot on. You know, people, it's the Amazonification of the world. You know, people just don't have, they have shorter attention spans. They want instant gratification. And if you can't grab their attention and get them to buy, you know, within a very short window, um, they'll move on to the next thing. You know, they'll open the thing, they'll they'll start creating a hat, and then um, and then they'll get a phone call and one thing leads to another and it's, you know, it's gone. So you just got to make it pretty easy, like simplified, you know, no matter what you're selling, um, get them the information they need to buy and allow them to check out, you know, in a seamless process. And, um, and, you know, I, I appreciate you giving that example of um, the sharing the hat thing because, yeah, people would just be like, oh, this looks sweet. This looks sick. And, you know, who knows, people might have even been creating them and, and trying to like wholesale them on their own. You know, hey, if I buy... X amount of these will people will people buy them off of me? Who knows? But um, they must have just been testing things. But I appreciate you bringing up all that. You know, it's a great education on just selling products and and um, and and how to get started in general that people I think need to hear and I think my audience would appreciate. Cool, man. Oh, it's been great. So I mean, if um, now if someone wants to go on create a hat or they want to go on talk to you or they want to um, just look more into your products, where can they go to find you? Where's the best place to go? Oh, thanks, Joe. So our website is hoodhat.com, hoodhat.com. And if you want to play on the customizer, you can click on the hat customizer link. If you want to search our stock inventory by state, you can go to find your hood. Um, and if you want to tour our collections, you can click on collections and, 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 um, and see the capsules that we've developed over the, over the last few years. Our Instagram is at hoodhatusa. It's a really, really fun and playful account where we, align our hats with, you know, nostalgic moments from sports, hip-hop, uh, fashion, entertainment. We kind of live at that collision of uh, fashion, music, art, sports, nostalgia. That's kind of like the center of our universe and uh, the hub of our inspiration and creativity. Um, so that's a fun place to check us at, at Hood Hat USA. And, uh, you know, that's, that's kind of that's how we roll. We keep it light like that. That's awesome, Max. Look, man, you're an inspiration. I, um, I, I love what you do. You know, I love that, um, you know, it's it, like you, even just talking to you, you know, you get so excited about talking about it and all the cool things. Like you said, you're in the second inning, but, um, it sounds like, you know, you wake up every day and, and have, you know, these ideas that you try to test and you get your product out in front of people and you, you know, you just pumped up to, to continue to grow this brand. And I think, you know, you can see it on your face. You can see it in the way you talk. And I think that goes a long way. And um, I appreciate you coming on here and telling us your story. 
absolutely, Joe. Thanks for thinking of me and thanks for thinking of us. And don't forget to hop on the customizer and uh, shoot me a note. And let me know what's interesting to you and we'll make it happen. I will, man. I will. I appreciate that a lot. Well, anybody out there, go check out uh, Max's website, hoodhat.com. It's awesome. And um, yeah, look, looking forward to staying in touch, Max. It's been great. Thank you so much.